0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the ORIOS podcast. How have we been? Um, This month we'll be talking about mental health awareness. The whole month of May had to do with mental health awareness. So on the ORIOS podcast, we're going to be talking about individual roles in mental health awareness. Now to make sure that we give you the very best and we give you well-seasoned information, We have a resident psychiatrist here with us. So with us today, we have Dr. Omoto Yossi Olokode. So Dr. Dr. Omoto Yossi, would you like to introduce yourself properly?
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Um, First off, um, I'd like to appreciate the opportunity to come here and share with us on issues on mental health. I am you your light Look local days. I am a resident doctor at the Federal Neuropsychiatric Hospital, Aro, Apeokuta. Um, passionate about mental health. Uh, while I was much younger, uh, pictures stuck to me, you know, seeing people roaming the streets and the way they were treated. It was so inhumane. And I thought it upon myself to, you know, try and do something about it. And then through medical school, Having to learn psychiatry and having to find out that people actually do get better and live considerable normal life. So I decided to oh, this is what I'm going to do. And that's my main motivation for coming to psychiatry.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. So on today's episode, we'll be asking questions that have to do with our roles in mental health awareness. So I think my first question to you would be: what is mental health awareness?
1: All right. Um, I think first off, I would like to just say a few things about what mental health is. You know, without uh, boring our audience with um, technical terms. So, well, mental illness are health conditions involving changes in people's emotions, thinking, behavior, especially as it relates to their functioning. So that's uh, basically what mental illness is. What are what mental illnesses are? So, mental health awareness um, is uh, a platform or a set of activities uh, that we engage ourselves in that is aimed at uh, bringing to light the various forms of mental illnesses that we have, the various treatments that are available to them, and what we can do as individuals, such that people with these challenges, you know, are better informed as to how they can seek help how they can get help and how they can actually live better lives and this also uh, by extension helps to reduce the stigma that is associated with people with mental illnesses so that's um, uh, that's what I would say mental health awareness is
0: okay thank you very much sir. so I think my next question would be as individuals what role do we play in ensuring that we ourselves, we are stable first before we can even make other people aware. Oh, okay,
1: um, <laughs> that, uh, that, that's quite um, a lot of, um, well, that's, that requires a lot of time for me to explain, but I'll try and be brief about what we can do as individuals, what I can do, you know, to, to improve my mental health. Yes, um, in, 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 no, uh, in no particular order, I'll just um, say a few things. I, I think first off is care of their physical health. And I'm saying this uh, firstly because uh, for some people, mental health, mental health is an abstract thing. You know when I' trying to when I engage people and i try to explain to them, oh, this is what mental illness is. you know they, they, they don't seem to um, grasp it like they will the root of diabetes, you know, hypertension, asthma, and other physical conditions that we have. And it is it is a fact that um, we have a uh, majority of our, ment- or what we call mental illnesses, you know, have certain roots in people's lackadaisical like, um, attitude towards caring for themselves physically. So I think the first thing would be to care for our physical health. These simple things of, you know, routinely, going for medical checks uh, routinely Um, when you're ill, you know, going to the right places, going to to the hospital, not self-prescribing, not doing, uh, not acting on um, inaccurate information that we find out there and then doing more damage to ourselves. I think that's where it starts and add uh, a good um, health-seeking behaviour, yes, um, a good health-seeking behaviour We'll also go a long way in helping us improve our mental health um so stem um, coming away from um physical health uh, there are also um things that uh we also need to do and then i think it depends on the age group of uh the the listeners or the, uh, the audience for young people like myself you know uh we also need to invest our time invest our energy in making um fruitful uh, relationship with people, you know, connecting with people, people that are going to be like a support system for us. Because really, uh, one of the crux of uh, development of mental illness is a perceived lack of support. You know, people have issues all the time. Maybe there is stress at work, you know, you've got to take, you know, you've got to, your career in front of you, you're going to school, there are challenges with school, there are financial challenges and all that. And then people tend to feel like they are alone. And when they begin to feel that, or when they begin to uh, have difficulties, you know, coping with this stress. So one important aspect is to actually have a network of persons, you know, who are able to advise us, who are able to support us in whatever capacity that we actually require. So pe- young people like myself uh, would, uh, I think it would be wise, you know, to invest in meaningful relationships uh, with people around such that we have, you know, um, social pillars that we can always uh, lean on. Yeah, also in addition will be uh, to understand ourselves as individuals and not to work with other people's time. That's, um, you know, there's Yoruba adage that says, you know, to be careful of working with or, or comparing ourselves to others and working on other people's time. So uh, we should understand ourselves as individuals, you know, have a plan, have a clear plan for what we want to achieve in our lives. Uh, I'm, it's, it's not as straightforward as I'm saying if I'm trying to be brief, you know. So have a, clear, uh, have a clear plan of what you want to achieve, when you want to achieve them, how you want to go about them. You know, this will require us getting training, you know, going to school, getting um, additional skills and, and, and that. I'm saying this because a sense of fulfillment, you know, tends to or give us a, a, a good balance mentally you know, when you're able to have targets and you're able to achieve them, uh, even though they, uh, there are going to be challenges along the way, you're able to achieve them, you reach a certain point where you feel like, oh yes, I'm able to do this. So that gratification of self, of fulfilment, you know, helps you uh, or to, to, uh, puts you in a very good place mentally. And um, lastly and not the least, um, spirituality um it's, it's 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 one thing that uh we don't talk about often enough and it's a fact scientifically proven that spiritual people or uh, you know tend to do well mentally so i think my uh, the point would be you know relying on an higher power or relying on or uh, on it on on god <laughs> put it that way you know to to um help us with when we are having challenges when we are when we don't know what to do and also family dynamics okay i think i I should have also said that earlier when I talk about making meaningful connections you know having a supportive family is also important so these are some of the ways by which we can actually look after our own mental health as individuals
0: wow wow thank you (laughs) thank you very much um so you mentioned something that would lead to my next question. So you mentioned having meaningful relationships, you mentioned having substantial connections. So how do you ensure that even aside from all these things that you've said, those are quite personalised, those are if you're looking at yourself. Now what if you're trying to, um, what's the individual role in ensuring mental health awareness to people around you, those connections that you have, how do you ensure that they themselves, they are mentally aware, they are mentally stable? Oh, okay.
1: Um, coincidentally, today is um, World Schizophrenia Day and earlier today, I was at a um, webinar where um, respected authorities in the field of psychiatry were talking to us. And one of my take-home was the fact that we need to do more of advocacy, you know, for the various mental illnesses that we have. Now, as individuals, um, the roles we have to play will will depend on how much knowledge and the platform that we have to play those roles or to advocate for mental illness. And when we say mental, you know, we're not talking about people who are, uh, we, we don't like to say the word mad, we are not talking about people you know, who have been uh, stereotyped as crazy or as mad. There is uh, a gamut of mental illnesses that we have. And I think the, the, important, uh, the important thing to also notice that mental illnesses, like I uh, tried to define earlier, you know, problems with emotion, with thinking, you know, that affect us, that affect our functioning, that affect our roles as sons and daughters in the family that affects our roles as parents, as uncles, as elder relatives in the family, that affects our roles as friends, that affects our roles even in our workplace and in society at large. You know, many of those things, you know, can can totally be attributed to mental illness. So when I'm talking about advocacy, there are some precedents or there are some building blocks, you know, that have to be settled. And unfortunately, um, okay, fortunately first, uh, we just, Nigeria just, uh, we we now have a mental health bill which, with um, once it's operational, is uh, it's going to actually help us in terms of uh, advocacy or uh, advocating for uh, mental illness, mental illness care services, and what uh, people need to know about how they can get help for different mental illnesses. But I think as individuals, the important thing will be how to destigmatize mental illnesses. And one of, um, for example, on social media, you know, people people get a lot of information about anything. It's a digital world. You can get information about anything, but I would just want to to give um, some numbers, you know, to to drive this point home. Um, Globally, it is said that the, the World Health Organization says that one in eight persons have a mental illness. In America, the figure is one in five persons have a mental illness. In Nigeria, due to the paucity of information, you know, that we have, statistically speaking, we don't know the exact figure, but it is estimated that about 16 million of, a little over 20 million of the population of Nigerians have a mental illness. We do the math, you know, that's that's going to about one in four or thereabouts. Now, if you tell someone that uh, one in eight persons has a a mental illness, what they're going to think is, oh, I mean, I know eight people and none of them is mad well the question now is do we really know those persons do you know what they are going through so one important aspect in which as individuals you know we can actually advocate for mental illnesses is trying to find out what people are going through you know, people go through a lot and they can't even sh- they can't even share especially um, in a world where it seems if you if you if you um share what you're going through you know people are going to uh, drag you for cloud, take you to social media, use you as a reference, and all of that. So people don't want to talk about what their what their struggles or what their struggles are mentally. So one important thing that we can do as individuals in advocating or in making sure that people are aware about mental illness is, is first of all getting the information correctly. That mental illness is quite common and is like any other physical illness. And I think once people are aware of that, when when you begin to notice that. Who are behaving in a certain way that is deemed inappropriate by the society, or by societal standards? You know, we can actually reach out to them and say, "Oh, what's going on? What's the problem?" And once we are able to look oh, this person as a deviation from his normal activity, they, even though we, are, even though we are not experts, we don't know what to do. But we can have we have information on where to refer them to. Okay, just go for it. health check, you know, just go to this place and let them, you know, just talk to them let's see uh, let's find out what's go- uh, what what's going on and then also as individuals or uh, our role to be to also destigmatize mental illnesses and one of the problems one of the challenges we have about people coming out to share their stories and thank God, that people are doing that now you know, people come out to social media to say oh i struggle with depression or, you know i struggled with- i had uh schizophrenia and i think um, importantly to uh once people begin to know that people with mental illnesses are not different from uh from people who are perceived as normal people then we can uh, be more affectionate toward them and we can actually accord them the respect that they that that they um actually deserve and when we notice people who are deviating from social norms we can point them in the right direction and say go get checked and let's see um let the experts help out in that regard i think that um would uh, would also go a long way in helping us to drive them to the point that mental illness is quite common. It can happen to anybody and they
0: are very treatable. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. So I'm going to ask a very fun question, just like a banter question, but it's based on what you said. So you said um, finding a support system, finding a partner is one of the ways you can help yourself as an, as an individual. So are you trying to say that marriage or relationships help mental health generally? Uh, okay, <laughs> that's a <laughs> good question. Thank you for that.
1: Um, okay, um, I want to, let me, I think I'll try and answer this question by just giving one big um, um, net. Um, so, suicide is, 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 is one of the major challenges or one of the major ethics we have um, in, as, as relates to mental health and one of the protective factors or one of the things that protect against suicide amongst other factors is having you know a fruitful or um, meaningful intimate relationship you know that could be with hmm. friends um that could okay. be with relatives um that could be with uh, a significant other or a partner in terms of being married so generally um i would say um i would say quite heck- Having um, meaningful, intimate, fulfilling relationships uh, goes a long way. Protect against mental illness. It does. It does. It's been proven across um, across the world, and we have different studies to actually back that up.
0: Okay, so this is this is a very big note to any of our listeners that's single or that's not married. Protect your mental health get married <laughs> so dr omoto protect your mental health get married <laughs> okay my final my final question to you it's going to be okay so somebody mentioned that um it is tiny blocks that make a mansion at the end of the day so i know we've spoken about individual roles we've, sp- we've spoken about um how, okay, we affect ourselves and how we end up um, creating awareness for other people around. But then as we continue to grow up, we find ourselves in places of authorities. We find our pla- ourselves in places of influence. So how do you use that influence to ensure that everybody is mentally aware? Like okay, some, some, someone like you now, you're a resident doctor. So that gives you... Kind of like a place of influence with the patients you see every day but then the more we continue to grow we continue to get a larger scale of influence so how do we ensure that that influence is used to ensure that people are mentally aware oh all
1: right um i just want to i also want to mention something quickly you know just okay i just not remember and i thought that you also mention it earlier i i, I thought that i, I mentioned that if we are going to um, help people you know to be aware of mental illness we need the right information yes. so i know this is the digital age um young persons i know quite a number of people who have um, blogs who have youtube channels and other social media platforms so uh, for those who are actually um in the business of inform of, of getting information to uh, to the public uh, I. Will- I would my uh, I want them to also verify some of the information that the that, that they push out. Um, That's also um, that will also go a long way in people receiving the right information as to how they can improve themselves or how they how they can live their lives. Now, to the second or to the to your main or to your main question, uh, I think personally we cannot be advocates or we cannot be advocates or influencers in any stress of life if we don't live that life so I cannot um, I, I, may, I may be a permanent secretary in a government of authority but if I don't live by values you know that people see then I cannot influence their lives so what I'm going to yeah. suggest is a boss and not a leader and that's one of the major problems that we have in this part of the world. You know, the leadership structure is 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 not what it should be. I don't want to sound too critical, but it's not what it should be. So for everyone who finds themselves in a place in um, in a position of authority, uh, my ultimate challenge to them would be to look inwards, you know, and uh, try to lead good lives. That is the first point of influence. Lead good lives. If, you are able to live a certain type of way that people can resonate with people can look up to you know people can even uh found, find find worthy of emulation then if you tell them any information if you tell them do this if you tell them do that then the chances that they are going to listen and science has proven that people are uh, people warm up quite faster to expert opinion so if if i if i pay myself as an expert yeah people are going to listen but we have contact with people on a daily basis and if you don't don't even need to say much for them to actually believe what you're telling them that's where uh, the real influence is so wherever we find ourselves we should also work on ourselves to internalize some of these things that we can do to help people live better lives. you know to, to 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 make people see that uh, it's not just it's not just clout i mean it's 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 a serious thing you know, to be stable mentally I, have, um, I, I I see uh, a myriad of cases every day. And sometimes it's disheartening at uh, how, people, uh, how bad people get before they come for care. So as individuals, whenever we find ourselves, in places of authority particularly, we should lead by example. And I believe that if we're able to influence people, then whatever we say to them, provide the correct thing people are going to listen to. And that be- begins to form Oh, uh, that oh, uh, that serves as the beginning of real change.
0: Thank you, thank you so much, thank you so so much. Um, so there was something you said that I'm sorry that was supposed to be my last question, but something you said just made it makes me want to ask this question. So you know that culture has a very strange way of affecting how people view mental health, uh, mental illnesses. Do you get so it's like in our part of the country now if you'd see a and I think some of the movies they even watched like some of the movies people have produced so far have also not helped the buyers so it's like you'd see a mentally unstable person on the road and then the first thing that comes to your mind is oh this person should not touch me it's my just jump on me or um, how culture plays it out that yeah, village people that are affecting them or stuff like that. What would be, what would you have to say, like as individuals, how do we change that particular bias? I think that would be my final, final question to oh, you. All right, thank you.
1: Um, I'll, 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 I'll start off by uh, making a statement. I'm not so sure it's a quote, but it's a popular saying that people fear what they do not understand. People fear what they do not understand. And there are some, there are some means that uh, needs to be debunked about mental illness. And people believe that persons with mental illness are violent, are aggressive, are dangerous. That's not quite the case. Do you understand? That's not uh, quite the case. Uh, people believe that mental illness is transferable. I don't know how that's going, that works, but that's not the case. That's not the case. Yes, we are not denying the fact that mental illnesses are challenging, you know, I, am, and this is particularly close to me because I have a relative, a distant cousin with a mental, with a, with a severe mental illness, and I was at the forefront of our care, so I know how demanding it can be, so those bits, um, people with mental illness are not dangerous, are not, in most times, most, in most cases, they are not violent, they are not dangerous, And then I think important is people to realize that mental illness, unlike any other physical illness, is very much treatable and is very much preventable. And I think if we can, um, once we are able to push out information as regards that, if we are, if we concretize our advocacy um, uh, methods, so so that people can know these facts, I think it helps us in that regard, in that light. Now, culturally. or, shall I say, um, religious, or uh, okay, religion as well also play a part, that's also part of our, culture in this part of the world. You now, I've, I've, I've met people who, by virtue of being a part, or uh, belonging to a particular religious group, do not come for care when they should have, because they believe that, um, mental illness is an attack of the devil, it's, uh, a consequence of past sins or past mistakes, and... Uh, and and so on. And by the time they are coming for care, you know, the illness is, is becomes quite challenging, you know, to to manage. Mental illnesses, unlike physical illnesses, is just a deviation from the normal that is expected of a person in terms of behaviour, in terms of emotions, in terms of functioning. So when people begin to know that, oh, this thing is not so different from malaria although they have different etiologies you know they have, different, they have different peculiarities so the hospital will be the first place to take people who we are suspecting of having a mental illness that will be the first place to take them it will not be churches i'm not saying that I, i'm wrong outrightly it will be yeah. um, mosques but well, the first point of call you know the first place to go would be the hospital so once people know that this is uh, there's a biological basis to this person misbehaving and it is it can be corrected do you know it can be corrected it can be managed it can be treated then they will also once they have that information so they are likely to also change their behavior such that subsequently when people are suffering from a mental illness they'll bring them to the hospital and i will begin to go into the economic cost, you know of delaying care for people with mental illnesses so importantly um the culture plays a role yes but i think we can uh we can actually uh, um solve that issue with adequate accurate information that we put out that mental illness can affect anyone mental illness just like physical uh, are almost synonymous to physical illnesses it's just that in this case the brain is the one that is the organ that is ill mental illnesses are very much preventable mental illnesses are treatable mental illness can um, um care for mental illnesses can be uh, assessed at most in most hospitals across the federation and I think if you're able to push those information out, people uh, will begin to change their behaviour as regards to uh, health, mental health-seeking behaviours and I think that would help us you know, achieve the aim they are trying to achieve
0: Thank you so much for your time, thank you thank you, thank you, I'm so grateful thank you for sharing from your vast wealth of knowledge so um, to every single person that has listened, thank you for listening this far. Would like to say a very big thank you to Doctor Olokode for your time with us today. Um, thank you so much. On thank a concluding, on a concluding note, would you like to add any other thing? Just anything else that pops into your mind? Uh, okay, um, I would just I
1: would want to say to um, our listeners that um it is important that uh we we we, sh- we show kindness to one another you know in my in my few years of uh, practicing as a psychiatrist um i think it is pertinent that uh many people are going to be better off that the way they are you know if they uh, if they feel that sense that somebody cares for them if they feel that um If they have that sense that they are not alone in their struggles and we are not magicians the only way we know if people around us are struggling is by paying particular attention to them by actually showing that we care you know by engaging them you know being kind to them and then they can open up to us and tell us oh this is what I'm struggling with and then we can even if we don't have the solutions you know we can point them in the right direction to go and I trust me their lives will be better off you know than if they had the wrong information and did not speak out and then they are able to get back on their feet faster and they'll be appreciative of our efforts you know to get them to get them back to the place where they should be which is optimum functioning
0: okay thank you thank you so much once again thank you thank you for your time that we've come to the end of this episode thank you all for listening thank you dr lochardy for your time once again So we'll meet next month with a whole refreshing new topic and with another guest speaker. So till then, thank you and remain mentally aware. Thank you very much.